Echo Chamber, brought to you by The Homes Report and produced by the international broadcast specialist, Marketeers for DC. Welcome to The Echo Chamber. We are joined today by Amit Prabhu from New Delhi. I assume you're in New Delhi, Amit. Actually, I'm in Mumbai today, oh, okay. but, <laughs> but I keep coming to Mumbai a couple of times a month, so a day or two. Well, that's uh, because I teach at the school in Mumbai, uh, where we have a bunch of budding PR professionals getting ready for uh, the PR world next year. So okay. I'm teach. okay, well that's a good start. Let's try not to get, I'll try not to get anything else wrong on this podcast. But we've got you on to talk about all of the drama surrounding the, uh, the Tata uh, versus Cyrus mystery battle. Um, so interesting times. I take it this is the this is the story that everyone is talking about in India. That's right. So in the last few years, India has had one big story every year that has caught people's imagination, especially in the PR community at large. Mm-hmm. So in 2014, it was Narendra Modi's story. Mm-hmm. 2015 was the Maggie and Nestle crisis with Maggie. And this year, people were wondering what's the big story going to be. And 10 days back, just before Diwali, the entire Tata mystery fallout. Uh, had all circles in shock initially and then people have come to terms with it and expect such things to happen in the future with other companies as well. Uh, There was something like this that happened 10-12 years ago with the Ambani's but it was quite different from what has happened here. In the Ambani's it was the two brothers wanting to split the empire so that one could run his own fiefdom and the other his. But this is something that was maybe unexpected. Everyone thought Cyrus Mystery was born a few years back and he would have a long reign of 20 or 25 years at the helm. But what happened on 24th October was a shocker in more ways than one. Mm. And so on 24th October, what happened was in a, in a brief board meeting, uh, Cyrus Mystery was removed as chairman of Tata Sons, which is the holding group for uh, all of Tata's operating companies. Tata, of course, $100 billion company with operations all over the world and, you know, in fingers in yeah. many pies um, and and I mean probably India's biggest brand most successful company uh, he right. was removed Cyrus mystery was removed by um, Ratan Tata who is of course the uh, from the the Tata family he was the previous chairman he handpicked Cyrus mystery as his successor but he has removed him and initially at least there wasn't a lot of information is that correct I think there were a lot of questions as to why this happened that's right. Even as of today, it's about 10 or 12 days, there are no clear answers as to why this has happened. There are various versions and theories floating around. Mm. And uh, it, it is a matter of concern to everybody because Tata's are a huge company. In fact, during our college days, we were taught that the most respected four-letter word in India was TATA. <laughs> and what happened uh, 10, year, 10 days ago was something that uh, would have definitely changed people's opinion of this most respected brand in the in the Indian uh, corporate world. Mm. Uh, and I think only time will tell what the real reasons were for this entire fallout. There are different versions and theories floating around. And I honestly wouldn't like to speculate on the reasons for this. But there are there are things that have come out in the last few days. I think the most interesting thing was that a day after uh, his sacking at his board meeting, he wrote an explosive email to the board of directors who sacked him the previous day. Mm-hmm. And then that email was leaked to the media, so it was out in public domain for everyone to see, which yeah. uh, kind of shared a few uh, confidential details in the public domain, which may have been 
inappropriate, but I think uh, it all goes down in the future to help better corporate governance practices to bring in more transparency in the way businesses are run in this country. Yeah. Um, so he's removed. He he responds publicly. I think Tata has has um, Ratan Tata has been re- releasing a little bit more information. Um, you know, I think they've made three public statements so far. But as you said, still many questions. Um, and I think it's it's probably safe to say that Tata, um, despite being, you know, India's most trusted brand, it's it's got as you said, it's got this reputation for corporate integrity, for treating its people well, for operating ethically. You know, it's often held up as a as a real symbol of um, of how to run a business with corporate values. Um, but I think it's probably safe to say that Tata is unaccustomed to this level of public scrutiny. Do you think that's fair? Uh, yes and no. In fact, six years ago, Tata's went through a little turmoil when the Niradia tapes came out in public. Ah, and, yeah, we'll, we'll uh, talk about that too. <laughs> yeah, the rest is history and we know what happened. And in fact, this was the anniversary week of when Vaishnavi Corporate Communications shut down and at the same time five years ago. Wow, okay. So, well time. Yeah. So yeah, so that's that's interesting too, and uh, but nobody expected this to happen the way it happened actually, and I think uh, except for a small inner circle who was maybe privy to what was going on for a few weeks, mm. nobody else was aware uh, because even if uh, there was an inkling of this thing happening, a lot of other people who would have been affected by this would have prepared for it differently. For example, uh, Cyrus Mystery had created a group executive council of five gentlemen, mm-hmm. uh, including uh, Dr. Mukund Rajan in that GEC. That's right. Uh, three out of those five were bought from uh, external companies when Cyrus Ministry took over, and all the three of them literally had to find their way out when Cyrus Ministry was sacked. In fact, Professor Nirmalai Kumar, who is a reputed professor of management and strategy, wrote a huge blog yesterday, which was picked up by mainstream media and carried in various places, mm-hmm. as to how he was surprised himself of being fired uh, in the in the process of uh, sacking his boss Cyrus Ministry. Yeah. Uh, luckily for Harish Bhatt and Mukund Rajan, they are veterans from the Tata group, so they were retained to be part of the new structure, but the other three gentlemen that Cyrus had picked up had to kind of pack their bags along with Cyrus Mystery from Tata Sons. Yeah, and Mukund Rajan is, is interesting for our listeners, of course, because prior to the removal of Cyrus Mystery, he was chief brand officer, and he was generally considered the top communications person uh, at Tata, he was, of course, in our Influence 100. Um, but since the boardroom coup, it's become very clear that the top comms person at Tata now is um, another veteran, Debashish Ray, who spent several years at Tata Motors before moving into a group role, uh, and then actually leaving the company um, for two months uh, before coming back in September, just before the boardroom coup. Uh, and is now orchestrating the the public relations response. And I spoke to Debashis last week. It's it's in the story that's on our website. Right. Um, and he said, you know, they they don't really want to say a lot more. It's it's not the Tata style, I don't think, to make a lot of public comment. You know, they 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 operate with a sense of restraint. Um, but of course, doing that. It's not always the best idea, right? You're creating a, a an information vacuum. Yeah, but just to clarify there, so Devashish has not come back to the Tata Sons fold for now. 
He is no. part of the Tata Trust, which is the largest shareholder of Tata Sons. Correct. So he is yeah. part of Tata Trust in that way. Yeah. And uh, Mukund Rajan's role had three aspects to it. He was brand custodian, he was chief ethics officer, and chief sustainability officer. So yeah. he has retained the second two, chief ethics and chief sustainability officer's roles. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's lost the brand custodian portfolio, which has moved to Harish Bhatt. That's right. But in addition to that, he has got a lot of new responsibility to manage a lot of international offices for the Tata Group, which in a way is like a promotion of mm-hmm. sorts. And uh, Harish Bhatt is again a, a brand consumer man who led the ta- title business for many years. Mm-hmm. And he's the brand custodian for now. They don't have a title of chief spokesperson or chief communications officer as of now. Mm-hmm. So what Devashish is doing is most the Tata Sons, uh, Tata Trust's point of view, which is the largest shareholder in Tata Sons actually. Yeah, but now so, Tata Sons and Tata Trusts, there's there's not so much distance between them, I think, compared to before the board. Yeah, depends, depends on how you look at it. That's right, no, because Tata Sons has multiple shareholders, mm. uh, 56% of which is the Tata Trusts. The next biggest shareholder is the Shakurji Paluji family, of which Cyrus Mystery is the is the man from. Yeah. So, yeah, so there could be overlaps as well, but for now, officially, I think, as his LinkedIn profile says, and as uh, reports, including yours, have said, mm-hmm. he represents Tata Trusts and not Tata Sons, technically. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't know how they'll plan that when the new chairperson comes in. Maybe maybe they're going to let the new chairperson decide this aspect of the structure as to who he or she will appoint as the as the chief communications officer. If at all, they'll be one like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and on on that kind of you know that that Tata sense of restraint, do you feel that's hurting them here? So Tata's have always been a very understated company. They never communicated a lot at the Tata Sons level, even in the past. They always had communications that was driven by respective companies. So you heard Tata Motors or Tata Steel or TCS talk about various initiatives that they plan and do. Tata Sons has always been quieter when it came to communication. So I think that's the strategy they want to continue doing uh, and going ahead with. So uh, I don't know if there's a change there, but that's how it has always been. Mm. It's it's it it. I mean, in a situation like this, though, I think the the demand for information is so great that there's always a risk in in saying too little. Um, That's you know, right. I think yes. I think we can certainly appreciate the fact that that Tata um, is not a company that bangs its own drum for the sake of it. Uh, That's true. That's there's, true. There's something quite refreshing about that. I think in right. today's era, uh, but at the same time, I think um, a quote in in the in the story we posted um, basically said, you know, the reason people are criticizing Tata uh, is because they just want information. Um, and do That's, you sense do you sense that there's a shift in how people are viewing Tata? Uh, not to a large extent, but maybe in a small way, because uh, there have been a lot of other stories coming out in the last few days. There's been this entire Air Asia controversy. I do not know if you read it. Yeah. And uh, about fraudulent dealings running into a few crores, where the former CEO was a young man hired for the job. He resigned earlier this year, and now the actual skeletons in the cupboard are coming out about what transpired during this time. So those are things that people had not expected from a group like Tata's, which is almost uh, uh, 49% stakeholder in the Air Asia India business. That's right. Yeah. Right. So I think uh, in the long term, 
things will be fine. In India, people tend to forget these things. Mm-hmm. A lot of brands make mistakes, and people for forgive these brands and move ahead. I mean, I I mean, I use Tata in every sphere of my life. I fly with Tata. I I use uh, Tata Sky at home. Mm-hmm. I use and I don't think that will change. I think a change of a chairman won't affect my my consumption of the Tata brand. Yes, I'll think twice when I refer to Tata as the most respected and most trusted brand for a few months. But I think uh, it will all depend on who the new chairperson will be and how he or she will. give the company a new lease of life and new direction in the days to come. Mm. But they take this stuff seriously, don't they, at Tata? I mean, you can tell Ratan Tata has made, you know, numerous comments and statements over the years about the importance of ethics and values and the company's reputation. This is not a reliance, right? This is a company that does take its reputation very seriously. That's right. Mm. So yeah. You mentioned um, I didn't realize it's five years since uh, since Vaishnavi folded. You're, you're making me feel a little bit old, um, but of course we remember that very well. Tata previously all of its public relations was handled by an agency called Vaishnavi Corporate. Um, the founder of that agency, Niradadia, was recorded on various phone calls trying to lobby, I think, government ministers and so on, and and because of that scandal. Um, Vaishnavi folded. Uh, Tata then, of course, needed a new uh, public relations agency uh, and an agency to handle advertising and marketing. And uh, in in a very big story in 2011, they moved that business to a new alliance formed by uh, Indian agency Rediffusion uh, and another agency our listeners will be very very familiar with, Edelman. Uh, and that alliance was for a five year contract. Right. And what we um, were able to find out, I think, I think most people knew. I think you, you certainly knew, uh, was that Tata had renewed the Rediffusion Edelman contract around a week before the uh, this boardroom coup, uh, which is interesting news because I think a lot of agencies in India were hoping, as agencies do, that they could perhaps get get their um, hands on some of the Tata business uh, with the contract up for renewal. Uh, do you think that's that's a fair observation? Uh, yes and no. I think a lot of other PR firms in the country were hoping for this business, <laughs> but I think Edelman has done a fabulous job in the last five years to retain that business as well. Mm. Uh, I mean, other companies could have thought of getting this business had Edelman not done a good job in the five years. But I think Edelman, under Rob Holdings and the Rakesh Chukras leadership, has done a fine job uh, of managing the Tata. Businesses on the last five years, and I think they well deserve this extension. And and others will have to just wait and watch for the future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess um, everyone wants it. Doesn't mean they're going to get it. Uh, That's no comment. There was no comment on how long the contract has been renewed for. So of course that raises the question. Um, in my experience, uh, you know, if it, if it was renewed for another five years, they probably would have said so. Um, so right. there is speculation that that the contract term is shorter. I mean, would you read anything into that? No, I I mean I just went by what you carried as a report on on Homes Report last week, saying it's a one year contract. And uh, oh, no, no, I didn't say that. that. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't say it was one year. Oh, I didn't say one year. Okay, no. I just saw me. I read it as a one year contract. So I, I really did not know how long the contract is. It's one year or two years, three years. But like I said, I think Edelman has done a good job in the last five years, and uh, and they deserve an extension. And we really don't know how long that is until maybe the new 
new new chairperson will have a choice to decide the the time frame of that contract in in some ways because it's also a group level decision uh, mm. large yeah that's a good point i suppose with so much uncertainty maybe they didn't want to renew it for too long possibly um, possibly but it's not just settlement of course is you know it's worth pointing out rediffusion is actually the um, w- w- certainly when the deal was first struck they were you know they were the the, the more important partner i think in the alliance um, that's right Arunanda, who heads Rediffusion, is 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 viewed as someone who is, I think, reasonably closely linked to Ratan Tata. That's right. Right. Um, they go back a long way, yes. Right. So that's an important relationship, and I guess that is a critical relationship here. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, sorry. Go on. Sorry, go on. So I'm saying a lot of things will be clearer in a few more weeks from now mm. because while. Cyrus Mistry was moved out of the Tata Sons uh, chairmanship. He is still the chairman of several listed companies, right. and that's a long-drawn battle that everybody will watch with bated breath. Uh, in fact, last week the Indian Hotels Company, which is a listed company that owns the Taj Hotels brand, yeah. they had their board meeting, and the board, the independent directors on the board, completely vouched for Cyrus's leadership and want him to stay as chairperson of the Indian Hotels Group. So there are a few bit. other boards meeting in the coming weeks. Is I think a Tata Motors meeting, the Tata Steel meeting, and they'll decide whether they want to continue with Cyrus as a chairperson or not. And that will have its own dimensions and and uh, dynamics to play out in the days to come as well. So that's a little bit awkward, right? If the if the companies, the operating companies, want to keep Cyrus Mystery as their chairman, is that? I mean, will that right. actually happen? Uh, so, because those are listed companies and the shareholders decide that in annual general body meetings. Mm. Uh, whereas at Tara Sons, it's a private limited company. It doesn't involve public shareholders and therefore he could have, uh, he, 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 he lost that job because it was a decision by the board and there was no public to take a decision on that one. Mm. So, yeah, it's going to be an awkward and interesting and uh, more than anything else, it's going to be a lot of learning for all kinds of organizations for the for the for the journalists in India who write about corporate India, for PR professionals who help brands manage their reputation, for students of communications and branding to see how this kind of a, a, a fallout can have impact on brands and corporates in the long term. So it's, it's going to be a lot of interesting learnings in the days to come from whatever happens with uh, the stories that come out from the from the both sides of this entire mm. drama that has unfolded. Yeah, and. And just looking at the at the public relations aspects as well, I mean, you know, there's there's rumors that um, Nira Radia is is back. Um, those have been denied strenuously denied, I should say, um, by Tata. I think I think one newspaper carried a report about that. There are um, other PR people, I guess, who who are um, involved in various ways. One of the things we we do know is that Avian Media. Um, is working for Tata Trusts. No, I think Avian works for Vistara, which is uh, uh, mm-hmm. the airline alliance between Singapore Airlines and Tata Group as well. Yeah. So I think that's one of the relationships they have, and that's how uh, we saw the name of Nikhil and Nitin in the news. Yeah. And in fact, it was a very interesting picture of Ratan Tata walking to Bombay House, if I'm not wrong, with Nitin Mantri in that picture behind him in Business Standard last week. Oh, so, really? I haven't seen yeah. that. Yeah, so that, 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 that was an interesting picture Nitin as well. Nitin must be pretty so, happy about that one. Yeah, so that, that kind of gave it away uh, to the media that they were involved. And there was an entire story in, in Mint, yeah. which talked of which PR firm is involved in, in the, on the two sides. Yeah, although I think um, 
Because it was the Mint story that mentioned Niradadia, also mentioned Suhail Seth. Right. And, right. and, and Tata has been clear that they those two have not been contracted. Um, but of course, you know, that doesn't stop people, I think. Right. It doesn't necessarily stop people getting involved. If, if, if Possibly. Niradadia and Suhail Seth may have their own personal equations with Mr. Ratan Tata. Exactly. And they would from time to time advise him and they would tell their friends in the press that they're advising him. So that's how the news could have come out as well. Yeah. So sure. that's one way to get it. But the interesting thing is Golden Opinion. So Golden Opinion actually also handles the Starbucks business in India, of which Tata is a partner. They also separately advise the Shakurji Palunji group. So they have Tata as a client in a small way to Starbucks, just as Avian has with Starbucks. And they also work with the Shakurji Palunji group in some ways as well. But um, I think they've chosen to help continue the relationship with the Shakurji Palunji family for now. And I think a team must be still handling Starbucks in their own way that they need to do. So that's interesting. So, and, and this is important because, you know, if just for our listeners who are not aware, um, the Shapurji Palonji group is, uh, as you said earlier, is, is the mystery family business. Um, and so what that means is that Golan Opinion is effectively the, I think they are effectively the public relations firm that is um, supporting Cyrus Mystery. Uh, on his side of the battle, um, there has been some speculation that Cyrus Mystery might bring in another PR firm as well, because, you know, I think both sides are digging in for a reasonably lengthy battle. Uh, and there was talk that MSL Group would get involved. They've denied that, certainly as of, I think, as of Thursday or Friday, but it's a fluid situation. Do you think Cyrus Mystery needs more PR support? No, I think all the PR firms involved are strong enough to manage the mandate on their own. I think Edelman is the official PR firm for the Tata Group, and they are doing their job for the Tata Group. I think Tata Sons is a separate entity which owns a stake in, in uh, sorry, Tata Trust is a separate entity which owns a stake in Tata Sons, and therefore they would have hired an avian to manage the interests of Tata Trust in the entire game that is spanning out. Similarly, if Gollin is handling Cyrus Mystery, I think Gollin has a, a good enough team led by Amir Ismail to manage it. I don't think they'll need another PR firm at this point of time. Mm-hmm. I think the MSL name only came up because MSL happens to handle Eureka Forbes and, and those businesses which are owned by the Shakurji Palunji family and therefore people felt it's a natural progression of that relationship. But I don't think uh, more than one firm is handling uh, this entire piece in, in the large larger scheme of things. So. So in my in my opinion, I think Edelman is still the largest PR firm handling the Tata business. I think Avian handles Vistara and was brought in by the Tata Trust to handle their uh, piece of the story in the media narrative. And then Gorin is doing their bit for uh, the Shakurji Palunji family and Cyrus Mystery. Yeah. And I just yeah. wonder, um, given Tata's size... You know, and if if you're a, a public relations agency, do you really want to be on the opposite side to them? Um, you know, th- th- there's so much, uh, so many business businesses that Tata has, and you know, so much opportunity if you're an agency. Um, do you think that might play into the thinking? No, I don't think that would play into the thinking because these are professional decisions, and people. Uh, come and go, people change and, and I think people will take these mandates because it's the need of the R. Um, I, I don't see a reason for that to happen. Like I just mentioned, so Golan Opinion handles Tata Starbucks, for example, as a client. And they also are handling uh, this entire Shakuji Bharuji 
part of the of the conflict right now. So I don't think yes. that should be an issue. The question is whether Tata's themselves want more than one PR firm to help them with the the requirement right now. I think uh, it'll be too many cooks spoiling the broth, and they are they're doing well with these two companies in the mix right now, Avian and Edelman. And I think uh, the others there's there's no vacancy and there's no place for more right now. So the question of others coming in and worry being worried about a conflict even to be on the side of Shapuri Palunji is not a question. Because I think one firm is doing their job and there's no scope for more than one. Mm. Okay, interesting. So we will watch. Um, we will watch matters with interest, I guess, as they okay. develop. Um, but as you said, it's certainly the uh, the most dramatic uh, business story in India of the year. I'd say it's certain, it's probably one of the most dramatic in the world, and, yeah. and and always nice to find out that it's got a a reasonably right. interesting PR angle as well. Right. I think the next big thing to watch out for are the way the other whole other listed companies will decide during their board meetings in the coming weeks whether they want to retain Cyrus or not mm. and who the new chairperson of the group will be when this five member committee appoints one in the next three to four months. Mm. Those are two interesting things that one will have to watch out for and that will you know, set the course of the next few years for the, for the group at large. Thank you all for listening. Thanks to Marketeers 4DC for producing today's show. We'll be back in a couple of weeks.